Hi, family. Uh, this is Reginald Kuakaru, and we are here today with uh, Timothy Morrison. And uh, Timothy is uh, has been one of the students at KCL for uh, uh, over a year now, and uh, just doing some extraordinary things uh, in his life. Uh, you know, with his family uh, and uh, the, some things that they're doing that uh, we have to talk about because. Uh, for me, I think this is a model of what uh, is possible and what people should be looking at doing. But uh, but uh, Timothy uh, is a real estate investor uh, and his family, uh, they all are working together uh, doing investing and building uh, really a portfolio of properties. Uh, but they are even doing some extraordinary things themselves uh, just as far as uh, moving in. I'll let Timothy talk about that. So Timothy, if you would, uh, just... Introduce yourself, tell them a little bit about who you are and, uh, you know, about uh, what you guys are doing, and then we'll just go from there. Well, as Reginald said, my name is Timothy Morrison, and um, I'm glad to be associated with Reginald and the KCL uh, family. Um, as Reginald mentioned, real estate is one of the things that we endeavor to do and are doing, and it's, um, as we know, well, some may not know, real estate and insurance are two uh, avenues uh, to sustaining wealth or, or building wealth and then sustaining wealth. So, um, you know, in doing a lot of study in terms of world history and especially in dealing with uh, Black plight and things of that nature, we realized that the only way to really um, become successful in this world is by looking at the mediums that actually give you that opportunity. And that's real estate, insurance, and obviously the stock market and things like that. Mm -hmm. Employment is not the way to go. Even self-employment is not the way to go. So in studying history and seeing what keeps us in the state that we're in, one is a lack of unity and the failure to uh, pull your resources together and use them in a way that it helps you to move from having a neighborhood or being a part of a neighborhood to a community. So- okay. What do you um, see when you said a neighborhood instead of a community, explain what you mean by that. Well, in um, in the in what you call, well, I won't say black community, we tend to say black community, but uh, in the United States, there are no black communities. Uh, a community is um, self-sufficient. In order to have a community, that means you have um, your economy work for all those uh, persons that live in that, um, that community. Meaning um, a dollar has to stay in that community and support every entity. For example, if you have a cleaners, if you have a grocery store, if you have a, a shoe repair shop, if you have a church, if and the list goes on, any and everything that allows that group of people to thrive and grow, they, okay. have, to, they have to support each other. A neighborhood is just a place where um, people actually live. They don't own anything. Um, they are transient, you know, meaning they you know, may rent for a while. They don't own the house they live in necessarily, and they definitely don't own the business. So you have to own the businesses 
and you have to have the support mechanism, which is which is the people. So a neighborhood, okay. anybody can come into a neighborhood um, from any place in the world and be there for a temporary period and not own anything and not gotcha. support it. So gotcha. that's the difference. Let me, let, mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this. So, I mean, when you were talking about, you know, neighborhood and communities, uh, and we're talking about really dollars because within, uh, so as far as, as black people are concerned, we have dollars, right? I mean, we, we, we have money, right? Um, yes and no. We only have money for about six hours in the black neighborhood. That's where I was um, wanting to be. Okay. Yeah, we spend, we're up to, according to, um, uh, the statistics, we are up to $2 trillion a year. Black people spend $2 trillion a year in the United States, and we have nothing to show for it. We don't own... Now, a lot of Black people... Okay, no, hold on, hold on. Go let's, let's go back to this, the circulation part, because you, sure. you said that we we have six, we, in, the, in, in Black neighborhoods... Right. We keep money. That $2 trillion is in our neighborhoods for how long? Uh, six hours or less. It seems okay, to be right. Worse. Hold on. Mm-hmm. All right. So six hours or less. Now, what other groups? When we're talking about, let's look at that as uh, compared to other groups. What What are we talking about there? Well, that's what I was going to say, and and I'll get to that point where we have black people who have really good jobs. They may make five hundred thousand dollars a year or a million dollars a year but mm-hmm. they don't own any businesses that support black people necessarily. And so when you look at um, Asians, uh, you look at the Jewish community, you look at the Latino community, uh, they keep a dollar within their community going through all of those businesses that I mentioned. And don't quote me on the uh, the number, whether it's attached to the right group or not, but somewhere between we'll put it this way between 11 and 18 percent okay put that put that in a time frame because we talk we said six hours in our communities what kind of a time frame are we talking about here well that that actually varies uh we say six hours and hours really to indicate more so that it goes right through our hands so the other communities how many times in comparison does it circulate 11 times i believe for the hispanics 13 times for the um, Jewish community and 18 times for the Asians. And what what you're saying is that you you have to picture it like this. In order, again, for you to have a community, you have to have everything that those people need right there in their space. In other words, you you have to have businesses that exchanging the dollars over and over. So the cleaners might take it to uh, a repair shop uh, or somebody might take it to a mechanic or somebody might, We those businesses are not in our neighborhoods. Exactly. So, so if, you, if you picture the fact that I own the cleaners, but I have to go grocery shopping, I go to the grocery store in my, my community, in my radius, uh, geographic radius that look like me. Um, then I go over to the uh, deli to have lunch. 
I go get my car repaired in the community by that same person that looks like me. Or if they don't look like me and they're within my community, whatever they make, they also support that community. They yes. use that money in that community to make sure that that community can provide those services day after day after day after day. Right, so the point is with black people, what we do is we take our money and we take it outside of the community. So to kind of give you an idea or a sense, let's say um, uh, New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Well, we take our money out of Pennsylvania and go spend it in New Jersey as opposed to spending it in Pennsylvania because right. everything in Pennsylvania supports Pennsylvania. So even when you, when you come down to smaller areas, um, you know, whether you're talking about Germantown versus West Philadelphia, that kind of thing. Well, we take our money to any and every geographic area except where we actually dwell, where we live, where we sleep, where we right. eat. Right. Okay. And we, the other thing is we, do, we don't own the grocery store. So even if we spend the money at that grocery store, that grocery store is owned by someone that doesn't look like us. When we say that money doesn't stay in the black community, first, you have to have a community for it to stay there. And a community, again, has to have the things that sustain it, like the mechanic shop, the supermarket, the church, you name it. Everything that a human being needs to survive, it needs to be in your right. area. We right. don't have that. Now, see, and, this is, and this is the thing, Timothy, is, is for me, I recognize that same thing. And, and I, I think that, that both of us, uh, we, you, you had talked to me before about Dr. Claude Anderson and his book. So right, I, I right. definitely, I'm a proponent of, of, of his book, uh, you know, the- uh, Poweronomics. Poweronomics. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and this was something that I had read a long time ago as well, but I, I recognize the same thing. So with, you know, racism has been a part of us in our community here, here, communities here in the United States or our sad neighborhoods here in the United States uh, since we've been here, okay? But racism has affected these, the, the, the Asian community, the Latino community. So racism has affected the, the Jewish community. That, that has been a part of their communities as well. But they do something different. You know, there, there is something because the systematic racism uh, definitely has locked us out of a lot of it, a lot of things. But it is also that also did the same thing for other communities. But there was to me, there was something that was keeping us from going around the racism and still getting those businesses and our communities developed. And for me, that's what KCL started. That's one of the reasons why I started KCL was that the main thing that I saw was negative programming. You know, and the common denominator of that negative programming was religious programming. So to me, the 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 in order to write that ship, we got to we got to do some writing. What's in inside of us? Get some things right with inside us to gain the confidence 
to even develop and start those businesses. What do you what do you think about about that idea? Well, well, yeah, you're absolutely correct. Um, we would need a lot more time than than an hour to go in depth. But I will say this: uh, you look at Carter G. Woodson's book uh, about the the Black Negro Church, and and others, even Dr. Claude Anderson, for that matter. And you you see clearly to your point that religion in the United States was by design used to control um, Black people. I'm in agreement with you, definitely in agreement with you. Now, let's get back to uh, the, the, the economic part here. So, and as far as what you and your family are doing, because I, I think it's really amazing. Uh, and, and it's how many, how many people are in your, so one, when did it start? When did y'all start this? And how many people are involved in, in uh, this collective that y'all have together, this real estate collective? Well, um, we started, as I was pointing out earlier, when I realized the only way to any kind of economic stability and, and, and viability is pooling your resources together. And so back in 2015, uh, after hearing Dr. Claude Anderson, it really kind of um, struck me that, wow, we have to unite and put our resources together towards some common um, uh, goals, but some common uh, methodologies that will allow us to actually um, fulfill any or manifest anything that we mm -hmm. uh, did, did come up as a goal, come up with as a goal. So 14 yeah. of us that uh, came together to decide to uh, figure this thing out so that we can have some viability economically. So we came together and we already had over a hundred years experience in when you look at each individual in um, construction, carpentry, unit, that whole gamut. And we, you know, a lot of us, or the males at least, um, you know, did uh, rehabbing for other people. And we realized that, you know what, um, if we looked into buying and holding and flipping properties, um, you know, this would be one avenue to help us to start building wealth. Okay. So that's what that's what we did. And in the process, we learned that you have to put together a core team uh, to support your vision, meaning you have to have an accountant, attorney, um, you know, coaches, mentors, and then you have to also, um, you know, in, involve yourself in learning about the craft that you, you know, you want to engage in, which in this case was real estate. So we spent about two years literally doing nothing but going to um, RIA meetings, that's real estate investment group meetings uh, within wow. our, our uh, communities or within in particular, but in Philadelphia area. And we learned about the things we wanted to engage in relative to real estate. Wow. Wow. So, so you're saying that y'all spent uh, two years not investing yet, but investing in yourself. We literally went for uh, about two years. We uh, went to over 100 trainings, and that's talking about subgroup meetings. That's talking about individual co coaching sessions, um, a lot of okay. online training. You name it, we did it, and okay. um, we got that's to the it. 
<laughs> yep. Well, we, we got to the point where we realized they have a saying that there are a lot of tire kickers, people who uh, go you know, to buy a car, but they never buy it. They just walk around the car constantly admiring it. And that's what a lot of people do in their lives where goals are concerned. And yes. actually, that's one thing about KCL uh, in particular that drew me um, was the fact that it's, it's applicable. Um, I've done a lot of studying, um, uh, like I said, about world history and uh, especially those things that pertain to Black people and us not knowing ourselves. And when I came across the uh, Kemetic uh, Center Living, I you know, looked at it on YouTube quite a bit and uh, I decided, well, let me look more into it. And what I really like is that you're not just learning because you can, you can go on the internet and learn a lot of things, but yeah. again, you are basically a tire kicker or a professional student where you're just constantly learning things, but you never go out and apply it. So KCL, yes. uh, what Reginald actually um, is very, very big on is making sure you understand how the human mind, spirit, body works and that we it's one unit. Uh, and when you learn how to use it, uh, it can do wonders for you. So that's yeah. what we did in 2019. We actually um, called it the year of the do, meaning that at that point, we realized that we cannot be tire kickers. We have done a lot of studying and a lot of research. And okay. it's like at some point you have to apply it. So we went out and uh, we set a goal uh, of how many properties we wanted to buy. We actually exceeded that goal. And um, then, of course, you had the pandemic that came. But even through that, we did not fall. We were able to maintain. So, um, okay, awesome, awesome. And uh, so, so let's go back to one of the one of the points that you had made earlier, as far as uh, you know, people being tire pickers, because uh, and and just really what I call it is uh, they're they're being like librarians. And I, and I don't mean to disparage librarians. I'm just saying that that li in a library you just gather information. You know, well, you're telling the librarians they need to get up off of it and and, and apply that that, that and do knowledge. something with it. You know, so and and that's again that was one of the things that because I, I studied a lot of comedic stuff too, and one of the things that that frustrated me was there was really no knowledge that could be applied to anything. You, you could get history, which is a lot of times what it turned into was a history lesson. But at the end of the day, you know, and, and I think you, you and I are around the same age, I, I know a lot of the idea of spread knowledge, spread knowledge has been around since the 70s at, at least because there, that was when really the a lot of the, the books uh, from African people and black people about African history started, you know, started coming out. And uh, so the, the frustration for me was, even though I can learn this knowledge, it might give me a little bit of pride for a day or two. But then in the end, you still go back and sink into your couch and do nothing with it, you know? So for me, that was one of the things that, that I built KCL on was, this is knowledge that you can use and apply. And this is knowledge that you can use to basically elevate yourself, elevate your consciousness and make life more for, for you. Now, understand that being a tire kicker in this sense, that's really, again, a bit, have been a big part of our communities is that we, we've spread knowledge, 
but I don't know if you've ever seen this Pew report, um, Timothy, from uh, I think it was 2014, that they actually did a report uh, on the black community in the United States from 1968 up until that point. And there was no economic movement whatsoever. As a matter of fact, we probably fell back a little bit as far in terms of home ownership and stuff like that. So, so we had, so all the time we have been spreading knowledge. We haven't built communities. We haven't built economic wealth. And, and we've had money, like you say, people had the jobs, but we haven't built wealth. And, uh, and, and we've taken classes, we've done, a lot of people have done that. But when it comes down to it, how are they using it and how are they applying it? And I love what you said, what your family did, is that they, they spent two years studying and then they went out and did something with it. That to me in itself is amazing. Absolutely well, we're amazing. Work, we're, we're work, don't, don't be mistaken, we are a work in progress. It's, it, it takes due diligence. Um, no, I get that. And, and um you know, it, it's a, a life's journey. Learning is a life's journey. But as you're saying, as you learn, you have to do. As you learn, you have to apply it. And, um, you know, even biblically, as, as uh, you and I um, in the KCL arena um, make reference to the, the scriptures, you know, faith without works are dead. So, and even scripturally, you can go up and down and see that you have to do something, you know, you cannot expect success, um, you know, just sitting and imagining. The imagination is powerful, but once you have that imagination, you have to take something from that imagination and, and make it manifest by yeah. uh, some communication, by some learning. So that's what we do. We do research. One of the things we do is any and everything that we desire to know about anything, especially with real estate, we assign um, to different family members uh, various aspects of it. And then every weekend, um, literally almost every single weekend and sometimes during the week, we have presentations about that subject matter. And then we archive all that we learn so that- now, whenever, hold on, hold on. Hold on, when you say presentations, do you mean that you are you presenting to other people or to the family? To the family. Yes. Uh -huh. We 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 present to the family because one of the things you also want to do in order to have union and unity is you want to learn as much as you can and keep it in-house. Meaning, uh, yeah, if you have the time to learn how to be a corporate lawyer, do it. Um, but pertaining to real estate, you know, you want to have uh, real estate agents, which my daughter and my niece, uh, we sent them to school um, okay. to be wow. real estate agents that allows you to have access to the MLS um, and uh, the multiple listings of properties uh, in the nation or wherever you are. And also, uh, if you can get a notary, um, have somebody learn how to be a notary. Gotcha. Um, you know, you want to have any and everything that you can in your um, your space, just like a community. And that's what we do. It's a smaller community or version of a community, meaning everything we would need relative to uh, real estate. Um, we now, with having uh, the agents in the family, uh, we don't have to 
take that money that would go out to um, your real estate agent for selling or buying a property uh, and give it to them. It stays in the house. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. And so that, yeah. that's what we do. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. Now, uh, so tell me this, uh, Timothy, as far as, so you, you've got the knowledge, uh, you guys have, uh, you know, you're keeping things in house. Uh, how is using the, the knowledge from Comedic Center Living, how has that impacted you individually? And is it something that, that uh, the family also practices? Yeah, so as I mentioned about presentations, um, uh, as you pointed out, I've been a part of KCL now over a year, and um, everything that I learned, they learned. You know, once you are a member of KCL, you learn about the energy systems of the body, how the body actually works, and it's very, very important because it's like eating. If you don't eat right, you can't expect your body to function and do the things necessary to live. So when mm -hmm. you learn about the chakras, when you learn uh, what the energy systems of the body actually does for your mind and your heart, understanding- How they're connected. How, yeah, how they're connected, it helps you to function within your day. When you realize that everything begins and ends with you, um, you realize that you become less dependent on other people and you take responsibility in uh, serving your part within the community right. to, to help right. us, you know, uh, become. So KCL has allowed me to stay focused on who I am, the power that I possess as an individual, which allows me to be a better contributor uh, to first myself, because the more I know about myself, the more I am able to then share, care, and love others. So that's what KCL also does. It helps you to realize that instead of looking outside of yourself for help, both spiritually as well as naturally, meaning expecting people to always do something for you, you look to yourself first to see what you have accomplished and need to accomplish in order to um, help other people. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, give me an example of how practicing these principles uh, have helped you. Because I, I know I, you, you talked to me at one time before, sometimes there is, even in the real estate community, uh, there's, um, I won't say necessarily an expectation. There is, a, when we're talking about comps and stuff like that. And, and, and Well, there are formulas. For example, I don't conform to the conventions that because you do what we call comps, comparables, like if you're going to totally rehab a property and put it on the market, well, you don't compare that to a property that has not been rehabbed. You must compare it to a property that has been rehabbed and of, of like square footage and things of that nature. So uh, what happens is people will look at uh, averages, and say, well, the last property in the area sold for this or sold for that, so I'm going to stay within that range. Well, what you're taking your eye off of is the fact that you may have done a few things greater than the other properties. Um, but not only that, the way I look at things is yesterday is gone. I don't want to be stuck in yesterday. I'm looking at today and 
what benefits I think I can achieve today. So with real estate, um, again, they have formulas and they say, well, you know, the comps in the area are X. In other words, that means that the last five houses that sold, they all sold within, let's say, um, $175,000. So you just rehab the property and you just fall right in line and say, well, I'll put this on somewhere between 150 and 175. Well, me personally, what KCL helps me to focus on is I don't need to follow the group. I need to uh, use judgment, which means I look at the comps. Uh, I also look at the marketplace. What's going on with the market? Because what took place in the market when those properties sold may not be the same right now. So I look at that. But most importantly, I go with how I feel. And again, that doesn't uh, negate looking at the comps and all the other things related to how real estate works. But at the end of the day, what do you feel and what tells you what to do? And that's what learning about the chakras, learning about uh, the power of the mind. Uh, you have, for example, in a comedic, the Magneto. Um, go ahead. Uh -huh. um, um, the Magneto uh, experiment. Experiment, which shows you how connected you are to um, mind and matter. Mind and matter. And so it's really the same principle that, you know, you have to feel. What do you feel? What does your gut tell you about a decision you're about to make? So yeah. for me, KCL focuses on how you fit into the environment and how in tune you are with the environment. Yeah, and I think the, 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 the main principle from that is that we create our reality, you know? True. That, that we we're not bound by what other people think or what 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 society has told us we we need to do unless we believe that we are you know but if you if you uh, you can literally create something more and in your case I know that there was a couple of times that you you had emailed me and told told me about some some amazing things that you guys had did with properties that was just out of the norm. But for you, it was like, hey, th this is what I created and it came through. Well, one of the examples of what you're saying about you create your own reality is when we uh, happen upon a property, um, we go through the processes of uh, ascertaining as to whether we want to purchase that property. So there, there's a set of, of, of things. In other words, if, if the if the, um, the the math doesn't work, I don't care what you aim to do to that property. Um, it's, it's something that you have to stick to. It, what I mean there is you don't want to spend more on a property than it's worth mm -hmm. in that particular area. It's good business. And, and if, if the property uh, does not have room for you to make money or return on your investment, you don't want to do it. So once you understand all those basics, then when you buy that property, you literally want to put you in that property. Now, you also have to be careful not to put so much of you in that property that you forget that someone else is going to buy it. So there are certain things you want to look at, like making usable space, you know, making sure that you consider not to put too much in, into it where people can't put their own um, items in there because you junked it up with too yeah. many cabinets. But the yeah. point is, when you go in there, 
It's you looking at that space. It's you imagining where usable space is because you also know that people are visual. So knowing that people are visual, you need to become a visionary and say, okay, can this person use more cabinets in the kitchen uh, because of the space that I see? So you may put more cabinets where uh, an average uh, rehabber may just put in standard cabinets and just say, you know, we have a kitchen. Um, you do things like um, lighting. You know, I'm very in tune. I'm also a professional painter. So I'm very in tune with, with energy, space, and time. So I look at a property that when you walk in, it seems very dim. Well, I might decide to open up a we, uh, might decide to open up the wall and, and put a window there. Or we okay. may decide to oh. enlarge and these are the yeah. kind of things that correlate with your life. You have to, you have to look at your life, your own personal um, circumstances, and decide what it is that you want to create for you, so that yeah. as you're walking through life, you benefit. So I do the same thing with um, with rehabs and my life personally. Is I look to see what am I in control of? What can I do for me that I can then be a benefit to others? Gotcha, gotcha. And so, so the the principle here is is that you you are you you have the vision of what something is going to be or can be, even if it's out of out of what out of the box of what other people uh, before might have thought it could be. Oh yeah, because the, the other thing is that's why you have your municipal services or your. Um, your city hall and you get permits for things so that you can get variances. So a lot of people don't realize that they can change things. And so they right. go along with the cookie cutter approach. And again, all these things um, are, are so you can use that as life. a metaphor. You can exactly. use that as a metaphor for life. Right. If you if you just go along with uh, what's there, then how can you expect anything new? Um, also, when you think of city hall and, and pr getting permits to uh, get permission to do things, that's where change comes in. You, you take your ideas and you, you, know, you draw it up and you say, this is what I'd like to change and do. And that's also where you get the opportunity to then ask for more, uh, what we call the uh, after repair value. You know, okay. You're able to ask that price because you know you did uh, more than the next person. So one of the things you do, for example, is you have what you call uh, open houses. So go visit other um, open houses around the city or in that area. See what they have done or are doing. And then you, again, with your vision, you see, well, how can I do something different? Because that's what people want is different. They don't want so much the same. They'll accept yeah. they want the something average, you need. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so Timothy, so with with what you and your family have done, uh, you know, and I know, like, uh, like we've uh, you you have become a part of the the new community and platform that I'm building, and uh, you are doing a real estate circle, which is kind of like a, it's a circle is is a group, you know, or or like a uh, what do we call it? It's like a Facebook group, but it's it's on on this community. Um, 
And one of the things that you are starting to do is to start to educate people on uh, on how you guys are, are doing this. How how is it? Or I should I guess I should 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 ask is that that's something that that you're wanting to do is to to kind of uh, usher people or guide people into how your family has done this? Or are you able to do that? Well, you know, in in that process of 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 studying for over two years um, about real estate. Uh, we went to many, many um, seminars where they claim to want to help you. And they really build you up, motivate you to think that they're going to you know, take you from uh, elementary school to college, so to speak, or by the hand and walk you through the process. And you get yay far. And then they tell you in order to go further, uh, it costs you $25,000 or $45,000. Well, the average person doesn't have that to engage in something that they're just learning about and that they want to make a part of their lives. So with the, the KCL um, circle that we are part of now, we're looking to uh, motivate people that have an interest in real estate that they might uh, want to buy and hold properties to rent or to rehab them and sell them. So we're introducing all the things that we have learned. We're not claiming to be experts or um, giving advice, uh, legal advice on how to do things, but we are going to guide you into how to start, um, for example, uh, even your thought. You think you want to go into real estate. We're going to ask you a series of questions so that you, or you can say your why. We're going to ask you your why. Why do you want to go into real estate? When you answer that question, we're going to ask you why. So you can really know what it is you want to do. Once you are able to articulate that to us, then you'll be able to um, learn any and everything you want. Or if we don't have the answer, we know how to get you an answer. So on KCL Circle, you're going to be able to uh, walk with us and see what we have accomplished uh, and where we can uh, share with you where you can go in order to. Uh, so, so are you tell, are you saying, are, are you doing all of this for free? Uh, absolutely not. But what we are saying is unlike those um, uh, individuals and groups that are all about just making money and not really concerned about your growth and development, we are going to, uh, make sure that you understand um, for price, but starting out, we're going to start out with something that each and every person can afford, but you only get what you pay for. Um, yeah, and no, and, and I, I asked that, and I, I knew that I knew that you were not doing that for free, but I, I, I asked that because I, I, I definitely understand that you are giving value in that circle. So I know that you already, man, you, you've given away uh, goo gobs of information, you know, and, uh, and, and you, that's part of who you are. You, you love giving and, and you do give, uh, give a lot, but I know that as, as far as really taking people to the next level, there is going to be at some point that you're going to be offering classes. Am I right? You're going to be offering yeah, classes? That, that is correct. And it's great to be a part of the commencement because we're working through uh, how to model this out to share it with people. Uh, just like with KCL, it's about um, getting people to realize that you have to invest in you. And yes. so we are 
uh, excited about investing, showing you how to invest in yourself first, like with KCL, it's about you investing in you, because again, you cannot um, make a difference if you're not uh, investing in yourself. And it's sort of like the analogy you often hear uh, if you're on an airplane uh, and there's uh, turbulence or, you know, the plane is uh, in some kind of uh, distress situation, you want to make sure you put that mask on first. Because if you don't put it on, you can't help anybody else uh, if you're not here. So that's what KCL is doing. It's showing you to, hey, recognize that you exist and that you need to invest in yourself. And so we're building the circle, uh, the KCL circle, and we have in the real estate part, uh, we're excited about um, making sure you don't have to go through a lot of the unnecessary steps that we we went through. And gotcha. that when you do spend money, that it's going to be a dollar well worth every single moment. Uh, we yeah. have some really good ideas. Anything that we know or don't know, because I was mentioning earlier about building your team and having everything in-house as much as possible. But you also have to know when uh, you need to get an expert. So anything that we are not expert in, we will absolutely connect you to those persons or entities where the information lies. But we're also going to look at making sure that no one takes advantage of you and that it's not all about money, but it's about investing in you and making sure that you um, can help build the community that we're talking about when you talk about absolutely. Black people in particular. Absolutely. We got to build build people. So for me, it's, it's, it looks like this is, KCL is going to help build you. And then uh, what Timothy and, and your family is doing is you're going to help people uh, learn how to build the communities. So again, it comes, it always comes back to that really the outside life is going to be a reflection of what's inside. And right now we have neighborhoods because we have people that have been told so long that you're broken that you're unworthy, that you are, you know, wicked, all of these things, all of that is now being reflected in, in most of our neighborhoods. Oh, nothing but degradation. Yes, we got to change it. And, and that is what KCL is about. And that's why I wanted to bring you aboard because I'm like, I, we, we need real estate. Uh, you know, we, we're going to have people that's going to be, you know, uh, into to veganism. Uh, mental health. Uh, so, so our circles are going to be about helping the whole person. It's not just about being spiritual and saying, you know, oh, I'm the most magnanimous. No, it's about what we can apply and how we can help build and how we can help build communities. That's what I want to get done. I, I, I don't give a damn about just being so, you know, as, as we used to say, you'd be, you'd be so heavenly bound that you're no earthly good. You know, no, no, let's build us and then we can build communities and we can build it from a place of love and harmony. That, that, well, that's but, what it's about. Well, what, what I can assure you, you will learn at KCL is the more you learn about you and your, your power, um, you will feel more excited about uh, using your own vibrations, your own frequency to hone in what it is you desire. Um, because if you can think it, uh, if you can imagine it, that means it exists. 
you have yes. to take that imagination and pull it to you and then have stick to it in this. Uh, you have to be determined. You have to uh, have due diligence so that whatever it is you think, you can achieve it by your own mind. These things are real, even with the real estate. Um, and for me, what you do is you make sure that um, you are in touch with yourself when you go to make decisions. And we are proven um, when it comes down to uh, real estate agents outside of the family, I've had them actually get angry with me because uh, this was before my son and daughter, uh, I mean, my son, I mean, my daughter, I'm sorry, my daughter and my niece uh, became real estate agents. Um, we had a few realtors um, put properties on the market for us and they would tell me where to, to, to list the price uh, or list the property in terms of price. But I go by how I feel and I genuinely mean that. And Your intuition. To date, exactly, to date, we have exceeded, far exceeded what they have suggested. For example, um, we've had properties where they told us to list it at um, one particular property, listed at 175. Well, we got 205 for that property. Mm -hmm. um, we had a property that they told us uh, we would never get more than like uh, two, 225. We got 375,000 for it. And so I can go on with property. And that's the truth. That's all based on intuition, based on feeling. Well, but yeah, because to me, the other way I looked at that is when you talk about an average, that means you have a low end, you have a high end. Well, high, how did you get the high end? Well, right. some, somebody, <laughs> you know, went outside right. the convention and that's how you get the high number. Why would you go, why would, why would you place yourself in the middle of something when your expectation yeah. is to maximize? Love so, it. It, it makes no sense to, but that's what we do in life because we become yeah. so comfortable. No, and 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 I think you you make some some great points. You know, it is about you know because uh, people people will live not wanting to rock the boat. People will live uh, in a world where they just that they they want to fit in. You know, and and they and they're afraid to stick out. You know, they're afraid to take a chance. But when you learn these principles and you recognize that you can create your reality, it makes you a bold son of a gun. It, it really does. That, that you can say, hey, this is what I want and this is what I'm going to do and this is what I'm going to get for this property. You know, and that, that, that's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. So, uh, so Timothy, let's, uh, we can uh, start uh, wrapping it up here. Is there anything uh, that you want to tell people uh, in relation to real estate and, uh, you know, how, uh, one, uh, how they can uh, connect with you, you know, uh, on the platform and then uh, uh, what, um, any words of wisdom that you might want to impart? Well, the first thing I would say is we, we as a people need to keep in mind that um, a dollar only stays in the black community for less than six hours. Again, don't get caught up on that number so much as the point that we don't spend money in our own community or in our neighborhood. And we need to look at where we're, we're spending money. And then when you look around in your neighborhood and you don't see that 
people that look like you own anything, that right there should start you on the path of looking at real estate, for example, to say some of these distressed properties, uh, are there ways that I can uh, obtain that property? And then do some research. For example, in some cities, um, they have programs where you can actually go get those um, properties for less than the, um, the value of the property. Uh, if you place to rehab it, um, there, there are all kinds of programs um, where you can get monies, grants and things to purchase okay. properties. So there's something that you can do. The most important thing is just simply ask questions. Google, uh, go to your uh, local municipality, ask questions about um, how an individual that lives in a certain neighborhood or your neighborhood can actually um, purchase a distressed property. Or the yeah. other thing, you have a job, look at how you spend your money. Save your money, save money. Um, let it be a goal of yours to own a property that you see that's been um, boarded up or, um, you know, is deteriorating. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, and so that would be the first thing, but you can uh, join KCL. You can find us on Comedic Center Living um, uh, Circle that will be coming out uh, sometime in January. Um, and I'm sure Reginald will talk about that. But we are the Morrison Group and Associates, LLC. Um, you can look us up. Again, we are growing um, and we are not where we will be, yet we are there because we have vision, we see it. And you know, once you realize that you are the power center and that there is nobody else that's going to help you if you don't help yourself. And that's right. one thing you'll learn by joining uh, the Comedic Center Living is uh, you need a uh, mind change. You need to change your paradigm of thought. Yeah. So we have what you call the African um, Mind Rewire. Uh, so Reginald will talk to you about that, but you'll find us there under the KCL brand uh, going forward where real estate's concerned. And we look forward to sharing with you anything you need to know. If we don't know it, we will direct you to the people that do know. We can share with you how to um, I remember when we first started out back in 2016, um, we uh, had people uh, at some of the uh, real estate um, seminars or RIAs, they call them, uh, saying, oh, money is no problem. Um, you know, money is the least of your concern when buying real estate. And that sounded foreign. That sounded really crazy. It's like you need money. But what they're saying, and they're absolutely true, if you find a good deal, there are people that will invest in your idea. And yeah. that too is showing you the power of the mind. If you have, and in fact, that's how business works. Um, yeah. It's about having a thought and you take that thought and other people invest in it. If you watch Shark Tank, for example, that's what's happening right there is people are presenting their mind to that panel. And the reason I say their mind, that was somebody's idea that they're presenting and they invest in the idea. So that's the power of learning about you. And uh, so you have hard money lenders, you have private money lenders. And so money is really not an object. If that's what your fear is, where real estate's concerned, we can show you how money is not the issue. Right. And, that, and that's the thing is that we, you know, it, it's really about uh, a lot of times it's about a mindset change to where uh, at first you, if you focus on limitations, that's one thing. 
But then when you start to recognize your power to create, it's it's a whole nother shift. So I'm looking forward to what you guys are uh, going to be doing uh, on this platform. I already know that people are uh, are uh, you know excited about it. The platform uh, we we haven't opened it to the public yet, so we're we're still uh, working out some things and beta testing it. But definitely uh, around mid January, you guys start looking uh, looking for notices. You know that uh, that we're getting ready to open uh, open for business and. Uh, you can come and join, uh, you know, become a VIP member and uh, get access to uh, to classes and everything that will definitely uh, teach you, educate you, help you get over the negative programming uh, and, and become all that you want to be. So I like to say that at Comedic Center Living, we uh, teach you uh, the ideas that's going to get you over the uh, negative religious programming so that you can live life boldly, authentically, and unapologetically on your terms without guilt or shame. You know, and, and that that's what it's about, having living life to the fullest. So, Timothy, I definitely want to say thank you for being here. Uh, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll be able to talk again sometime. And I uh, know we'll revisit this and uh, just see how things are going. So uh, later on in the year and uh, and uh, man, this is going to be fun. So it's going to be a great ride. And I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and I would, I would say again, um, really look into Comedic Center Living because too many people are followers. Um, and you see that um, all over the, over the globe, people are following others and not their own attributes. So believe me, joining Comedic Center Living will absolutely awaken you to realize that you are and that you have the power of being to make things happen. So uh, all right. join us, join us okay. and uh, let's see what the future is. All right, all right, excellent, Timothy. Well, hey man, we'll be, uh, we'll be seeing you and I'll uh, be seeing you on the inside. All right, be safe and be well. All right.